Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from thenextreel.com. And I'm Pete the Wall Wright. <laughs> what do you think? I'll try that. We'll, we'll keep, I'm going to workshop it. I'm workshopping it. I'm also from the next reel. We are looking at John Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man. And back with us today, we have Tommy Handsome from the next reel and from What's That Smell podcast. Hi, guys. A pleasure to be here for another minute. We are looking at Iron Man Minute 124. On today's show, the minute starts with Doug Smythe, digital production supervisor, and ends with the credit for main titles, visual effects, and Apogee Award sequence by Prologue Films. Not the place to get a job. (laughs) That's that's right. We learned that lesson. Oh, that was terrible. (laughs) Great work. Terrible work environment. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, we were looking at them when we were looking at the end credit sequence, Tommy, and uh, there were some... What was the website you were looking at? Where... It was on Glassdoor, the employment website. Ah, there and, it is, yes. And people were... And this, this one person wrote in, it was like, this is the worst sort of like sweatshop comp sci environment I've ever experienced. Ooh. Please don't oh, work wow. here. I, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Not so good. But they make good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Nice work, team. Now, back to it. (laughs) Yeah, right. We've got a lot of uh, visual effects in this minute, uh, kicking off with ILM. And we have some Toms, Andes, and Pete's. Would you guys like to hear them? Mm -hmm. Kicking off, we have the CG sequence supervisor, Tom Martinek. I think that Mm. sounds a pretty high and mighty CG sequence supervisor. Next up, we have animators Andy Wong and Peter Kelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And work. also, we have digital artist Thomas Hutchinson. We have creative and technical support Thomas Chan and Andy Russell. And then we have computer graphics artist Andy Haas. So there's there are the, not uh, enough Pete's or Peters. I'm feeling a little bit uh, sidelined. I had a whole I'm minute with great. nothing just to remind you. Yeah, I'm really doing fantastic. <laughs> Tom, Tom is uh, really taking these minutes by storm. I will say, I will say. A couple favorites from this minute. We have animator Samadhi Boonchitsitsak. Uh, uh, Samadhi is, uh, was on board as, what did I say, as the animator at ILM and uh, has done 12 visual effects films, starting with The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King over at Weta before jumping over to Digital Domain with iRobot, and then King Kong, Pirates of the Caribbean, A Dead Man's Chest, Aragon, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, The Spiderwick Chronicles, this film. Here's the odd one, though. Confessions of a Shopaholic. <laughs> Just throw that one in there. That entire no. movie was animated. <laughs> and then we have Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, and Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. But yes, Samadhi, what were you doing? Confessions of a Shopaholic. <laughs> it's clearly a one for them, one for me kind of situation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But what I do like about Samadhi is Samadhi has uh, also uh, dabbled with doing some documentaries, uh, doing a few short documentaries, Reflections of Union Square, A Solitude at the Golden Gate, Melancholy Palace of Fine Arts, and The Color of Chinatown, and then also directing uh, some feature documentaries, Life of Folk Dancing and Merrill's Mural Mm. Striking Back. Mm. That one is a local, it's about a local San Francisco artist, Richard L. Perry, who takes back the mural space in front of an abandoned Merrill's drugstore on Marcus Street in San Francisco after his original mural was vandalized by a renegade artist. Hmm. Oh, that sounds very specific. Yes, very interesting. That was uh, back in 2018, so not too long ago. 
So, but yeah, so that's Samadhi Bunchitzek. The other name that I wanted to pull out is is the name that I think gets the name that least sounds like a name name. It is animator Grantland Gears. <laughs> Grantland. But it sounds like a website to go get a grant. Grantland Gears. Wait a minute. Isn't Grantland, Grant, Grantland, isn't it like a place where you can buy, I don't know, sports stuff or yeah grantland sports and pop culture from our roasting no that's a different that's a magazine grantland yeah i know the, the magazine grantland. yeah yeah i wonder if he was named after grantland <laughs> i'm i'm sure i'm sure grantland has been around uh since 2002 uh doing digital resource assistant work at uh at ilm with signs and uh, and then is uh, the most recently in 2009 was the digital artist at ILM with Star Trek, but hasn't done anything since. Top four on IMDb, IMDb game or Iron Man, Transformers, the Island and Star Trek. Do you what do you what do you know about because we also get, you know, the ILM, obviously, and then Pixel Liberation Front and the embassy and the orphanage and all of these different visual effects houses are, are contributing to, uh, you know, this film. I just rewatched Life of Pi. The movie that brought down Rhythm and Hughes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's something that I, I do think we find a lot with the these big CG companies is it takes a lot of work to, to make this m- movie magic happen. And so you have these companies. ILM is obviously a big one that's been around forever. But like Pixel Liberation Front, The Embassy, The Orphanage, um, New Deal Studios, they are, you know, they're doing a lot of really good work. But it does take a lot to make the stuff that we're seeing on screen. So, uh, you know, it, it can turn, um, I don't want to say abusive, but it has in the past been a situation that people talk about. And I think yeah. when you're looking at these kind of, um, you know, when you're running these sorts of businesses where it is very much a machine and you just have to crank these effects shots out, it can get a little uh, crazy. And I mean, the film industry is that way anyway. I mean, Tommy, you've you've been in it for years. It's a It's a kind of a brutal place where they just, you know, they don't, uh, you know, accept rest, really. Correct. Yeah. It's like that in the computer game industry. Right. Or just, yeah. they're still sort of weird. Sweatshop tactics are still sort of allowed for some reason. Yeah. Right. It's, it's nuts. Like then that's why there's unions. They have to fight to, to say, well, if you're not going to give us turnaround, then you're going to have to pay us, you know, golden time for the next, uh, the next three days right. or whatever. It's, it's crazy. And then these crazy studios are like, that's fine. We want to get it done. And then right. people are, you know, driving home after sleeping for, or driving back to work after sleeping for, you know, four hours. It's uh, yeah, unsafe environment. Yeah, th- this is interesting. Actually, I think that, uh, in fact, the orphanage con- who contributed specifically to this film, uh, they shut down not long after after this movie in two thousand nine. It looks like uh, they oh. they actually shut down, and they were, uh, you know, they were known for their, uh, what they say, their so-called magic bullet tape to film process back in the early days of digital cinema. Uh, co-founder Stu Mashewitz, uh, is he's uh, still a well-known contributor to the visual effects space, and, and, uh, um, and he's good on Twitter, too. So, kind of fun. So hit him up. Yeah, they did a lot of work on Sin City. Yeah, they did a lot, think, especially on the. I think they were known for the like the yellow bastard sequence. They did most of the effects work on that one in particular. So, um, interesting. Work. I really liked that f- the first one of those. The second one was such a waste of time. Why did I they do that the first second one? one? Yeah, oh, that was yeah. an embarrassment of a film. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they they did a lot of work on the HUD on this particular movie. Well, and it's great. So their their work here, I'm a big fan of. Oh, the heads up display. Right. Got yeah. it. In the got it. Okay, that's neat. Yeah, this is crazy. The IMDb has their first credit as Blade Runner 1982, which makes and, no sense because the and company then is their made. next film is a short called Keep Clear in 1999. Yeah, uh, that sounds like IMDb needs a little yeah, bit of fact checking. That, that sounds like it needs some rejiggering. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if one of the people involved um, had worked at because right. I know uh, uh, Stu Mashowitz had worked at ILM before. Right. Um, that might have been his. Yeah, IMDb is misassociating his credit with his company. Right, 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 yeah. right. That's interesting. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. Fix that IMDb. Get Fix on it. it. Get on it. I got a question for you. I want to do a little game for you. Uh, Yay! Guys, I wanted to play a game. This is a. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> you I look like you're him. trying to play an Iron Man game. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Clippy. <laughs> Are you guys fans of uh, um, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not very good at it. That's my problem. Uh, yeah, it's a game that I play with my wife all the time when we're like on long road trips. Like I'll think of a name, she'll think of a name, and then whoever can connect them in the shortest amount of time or the in the in the shortest connection wins. But inevitably, it takes us each like a half hour to come up with it because you know it, doing it just in your brain is very difficult. Yeah, uh, but this was uh, one that I thought would be fun to look at. Um, looking at Terrence Howard, who is of course our roadie in this particular film, with Don Cheadle, who will take that mantle up afterward. Can you guys think of the connection between Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle? Isn't there just one? They do have one movie that they did uh, together. Can either of you think of what that is? Uh, Pete, it sounds like you know what it is. I do. It's Kurt. Uh, oh, sorry. Tommy, it, do you have any idea just, what it might be? It's Kirk. <laughs> it's Kirk. I know what it is. It's Kirk Douglas's favorite <laughs> film. <laughs> Kermit is not in it. It's not a Muppet movie. I don't. I don't know what it is. It is Paul Haggis's Crash. Yes. Oh, I really leaned into the Kerr. You just went Kerr. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They are in that film together. That is the. That is a connection between the two. I wonder if they've talked since Don Cheadle took up the mantle of Rhodey for the rest of the films. I don't, I don't think, I, I think Terrence Howard won't answer the phone anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty He's contentious. Really? Yeah. yeah. Screening. He was very mad, I know, at uh, Robert Downey Jr. It was, a, yeah, it was a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a difficult time, yes. Who was Terrence Howard in that movie? I remember who, oh, the husband of the wife with the Matt Dillon. Right. And then he was, Don Cheadle was the cop who shot the guy in the foot in the ball pit. Spoiler alert across the board. Got it. Yes. I figured it out. Okay. That's that's how I play Six Degrees of Separation. <laughs> is can I remember anything about this movie and then I just use a bunch of short hands? It, it makes okay. sense to everybody, I'm sure. <laughs> Here's another one for you. It's it's frustrating because I can't use the Oracle of Bacon website and just say, okay, can you think of something between uh, you know Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. that's not a Marvel film? Because unfortunately, it doesn't give me the option to say, don't use these movies. So, so what I'm doing is I'm going to throw some other things in there. Jeff Bridges is our villain, and Don Cheadle takes over as Rhodey. Can you guys connect those two guys together? Jeff Bridges and Don Cheadle. Yes. Oh, God. Uh... Well, cr- Crash is the touchstone because everyone's in Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's what it, I know. Honestly, like that's one of those JFK or a few good men's 
like everything, whenever I play Six Degrees or the movie, everything goes through JFK and A Few Good Men for some reason. There are a lot of connections that you can find these two in two movies. The first one, conveniently, is Iron Man. Jeff Bridges was in Iron Man with Sean Tobe. He played Jensen. And Sean Tobe, you guys may remember, was in Crash, Tommy. So <laughs> good call. Oh. Good call there. I did it? You um. did. <laughs> Uh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. You can also go, uh, Jeff Bridges was in uh, in True Grit with Matt Damon, who was in the uh, Oceans films with Don Cheadle. Yeah. I've totally given up, and now I'm thoroughly cheating. You can also go, Jeff Bridges was in Seabiscuit with William H. Macy, who was in Boogie Nights with Don Cheadle. That's not even my favorite one, though, because my favorite one is to John DeLancey, who had a small part in The Fisher King. Oh, my. Uh-huh. And he was in Rain Over Me with Don Cheadle. And he was in, and then Jeff Bridges uh, was in The Fish King with Delancey. I don't think this is how you play games. <laughs> you guys are just looking stuff up online while I'm trying to desperately get from one person to the wrong person. <laughs> It's it's more fun to play it when you're cheating. Jeff Bridges was in Only the Brave with James Badge Dale, who was in Iron Man 3 with Don, John, Don Cheadle. There you go. Oh, give us one without giving us the final connection. So it's actually a game. Okay. So, so don't connect it, but give us one step away and see if we can figure it out. Okay. Let's try this one. Uh, I'm trying to find another one that has... Well, uh, okay, this is another Boogie Nights connection. Don Cheadle was in Boogie Nights with Julianne Moore, who was in... What with Jeff Bridges? Who are we connecting to? Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges? Julianne Moore and Jeff Bridges. Oh! I have no idea. What are they in? Oh, come on, Pete. It's your favorite <laughs> Jeff Bridges movie. <laughs> um, it is? <laughs> Seriously? Big Lebowski? The Big Lebowski, yes. Oh, right. yeah. You uh, were being sarcastic. I, I was. 2001. I was. I figured it out. The one time we actually played a game, I did it. You did. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite John Favreau movie, either written or directed? Ooh, I I'm I'm such a big fan of Chef. Oh, I loved Chef. I haven't gone back and watched that again. That movie made me so GD hungry. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> For something that I had no interest right? in. Like, I had no interest in a Cuban sandwich. But I was like, I got to get myself a Cuban sandwich. And I did. And I was like, well, okay. Yeah. But I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> well, and there is, there is of course, uh, Cowboys and Aliens, which I know is a big fan. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. believe you brought your, that up. Shut your face. I, I have always uh, loved Swingers. I haven't revisited it yep. in a very yep. long time, but I think that is just a, it, it was just a beautiful film. It hit me right at the right time. Me too. Kind of surprised you didn't say Identity Thief, Andy. Uh, yeah. I don't, and, I don't uh, even know what that is. <laughs> but I, but I, think, um, I, I'm, I think Elf is such a Christmas perennial classic now that we watch every year. And, uh, you know, I think he did a great job with The Jungle Book. I wouldn't do, put it as my favorite. I honestly would say my favorite is Iron Man the, of the movies that he's directed. Oh, that's nice. I also really liked him. I was just going to really, I don't know. I, here's a movie that doesn't crest the IMDb six star rating. Daredevil 2003. But I got to tell you, I really liked his Foggy. He played Foggy, the other attorney. I had a blast with, with uh, Johnny Favs in that movie. I didn't know that he was in Batman Forever. He was assistant. That's really? funny. I didn't know that. I didn't remember that either. Was he in 
Rudy? No, yes. what was he in? Not Ru- he was he in was, Rudy. Yes. Okay, got it. He played. I can do it, Mister. He played D Bob. Mm, that checks out. <laughs> All right. Well, we should wrap this one up. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> we're getting to that point, everybody. Uh, Tommy, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you online and learn more about your podcast? Yes. Yes, I'm on the podcast with Pete, who is on this podcast. It's called What's That Smell? A Sometimes Funny Podcast About Humans and Their Anxieties. I'm also with you guys on the uh, Next Real Film Board. And uh, I'm actually, I've started my new podcast. Um, I'm actually recording it later uh, tonight. Uh, it's the based on the American Idol movie from Justin to Kelly. It's called <laughs> the From Justin to Kelly Minute Movie. We review the entire movie in one minute. Uh, so the episode should be out before this wraps. So I look forward to that. I cannot wait. Yeah. Thank you. Well, everybody, that is it for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at thenextreel.com slash Patreon. Until next time, true believers. 